Alright, so, um, for this episode we were gonna do 10 of our game changers, kind of just the guys that, that really helped their teams, even if their teams were bad, um, really just played a fundamental part for their team. And I'll kick it off and give you an example. Um, and we will do our championship weekend review um, next week when we're doing our Super Bowl predictions and stuff. Um, so first off, for, for my game, my, my number 10 game changer, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, the fifth leading, um, receiver, best, um, quarterback to wide receiver matchup in the league this season with Aaron Rodgers. He really just had a, had a standout, amazing season. Um, I mean, he, he tied for fifth in receiving yards, uh, 115 catches, tied for second, uh, most touchdowns by any receiver with 18. And I mean, he averaged, you know, 11, 11, almost 12 yards, um, per play. Uh, so, I mean, he got, he got loads of, of targets and, and, I mean, he was just the best, the best receiver, uh, probably in this league, all in all. So he's he he pulls in at my number ten. All right. Is this one off the same Yeah. All right. So for my um, tenth player, I have Chase Young. And I said that because for the Washington football team, um, he's been a standout rookie because everyone expected him to do good. And I feel like he's been up to that expectation. He missed a few games, but I feel like he's a game changer on the edge and he's going to develop into a good player. And I mean, every team has to account for him in the whole defensive line as a whole. But I mean, he's really a game changer when he can get going. So that's my attempt. Got. All right. Uh, so number number nine for me. Uh, I'm gonna have to go defensive as well, and it is not gonna be the last of my defensive picks. But uh, I'm gonna have to go with Zadarius Smith uh, from Green Bay. Uh, he had a, he had an amazing season. Um, coming coming from that from that edge that that linebacker spot, and I feel like he really improved. Um, I mean, he had, you know, four forced fumbles, uh, two fumble recoveries this season, um, 35 solo tackles, 12 and a half sacks, which is fourth in the, or fifth in the league this season. Um, I really think he had an amazing performance this season, and for the Packers, he played a um, amazing role, and so I think he, he, he gives the defense the Packers defense a big boost um and so that's why he's my number nine all right my number nine is actually surprising he isn't he's really been like a standout at the end of the season slash the playoffs and um my number nine is Cam Akers mm. I think he's actually been doing pretty good at running back like he's I think he got the almost either the second or the first for rookie rushing yards in the first game against the Seahawks. 
And uh, recently, he's just been playing good. I mean, the Rams passing offense, we all know that's a struggle. Jared Goff and the uh, other quarterback got injured. And them running the ball, relying on Cam Akers, I mean, they have to rely on him. And he's performed. He's been getting them yards. He's a hard rusher. He's been doing that. And he's been helping them win football games. And I mean, I see him as a game changer. I want to see how he develops in the future, but I think he's one of the game changers that is playing really well right now. Uh, all right. Um, so for number eight, um, I kind of thought about this, but I'm actually going to go with Lamar Jackson. Now, Lamar Jackson, I mean, he, he had an MVP season last year, obviously not this year. Um, but he really stood out in that in the in the last uh, half of the season. Um, obviously, the ninth hi- highest rusher in yards, um, closely followed in seventeenth by the second place quarterback with Kyler Murray, uh, who who only had eight hundred nineteen rushing yards, which is still a bit. Um, but Lamar broke the one thousand yards with one thousand five um, on two hundred fifteen rushing attempts this season. I think he had a, a great season. Um, in the back half, um, I mean, he, he really, he really performed for the Eagles, uh, or sorry, for the Ravens, uh, you know, to 10, um, 20 plus rushing yard plays. I mean, he really performed and I think that's why he's my number eight game changer because he, he, I mean, he just couldn't be stopped. All right. Uh, my number eight is Calvin Ridley. Uh, when Julio was out, Julio was out for um, pretty much, I would say, half the season. He was on and off games. And Calvin Ridley was there to perform on me. He was drafted and he was playing good his first year. Second year, had to step up a little more because Julio was out. Julio was playing. I mean, the Falcons aren't that good of a team, but think Calvin Ridley is one of the underrated receivers. I don't think he made the Pro Bowl and I feel like he should have, but um, Ridley's one of those great receivers that can get you a thousand yard season and that could be a number one wide receiver, but uh, Julio's there, so he's one of my, he's eighth on my game changers list. All right. Um, so so you, you went with Calvin Ridley and for my number seven, I mean, there were a lot of guys that I had to consider for this because there were so many guys that didn't make the cut um, for, for my list, which, which I really didn't like. But uh, I'm going to go actually a little bit off the, the table or a little bit off the charts here with this one. And I'm going to go with... Um, I'm gonna go with one of our the the defensive players, um, and that's gonna be uh, Joy, Jordan Poyer. Um, I mean, he played an amazing part for the Buffalo defense, uh, and especially from that from that safety position. Uh, he, I mean, he had an amazing year, um, top up there with some of the higher players in, in tackles. And that Buffalo defense, I mean, they. They were pretty good, and he was, I mean, he was their leading tackler, and he was one of the best players on that team for um, pretty much everything. Uh, 
played a great great deal uh, for that secondary, and I feel like that's that's why he's my number seven. All right, so my deep, um, my player, my seventh player, is also on the defensive side. He's a cornerback. Really, really performed this season. Uh, it is Xavier Howard leading the league in interceptions. Uh, I think he just had an amazing season. I mean, that Miami Dolphins defense was good, and he was a really big part of that. Uh, he really, offenses would have to get their wide receivers away from Xavier Howard because, I mean, uh, you wouldn't want your number one wide receiver going up against a great corner like him. So he's number seven on my list and a great game changer. All right. Um, now I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to think about this. This one. I had a couple number sixes, but uh, it really came down to um, really came down to a couple here for me. Um, I mean, there were there were a lot of players that uh, really stood out, and there's a lot of honorable mentions that I'm not going to mention, but that really really stood out. Um, and and I feel like, I mean, Xavier Howard is a good one, and he made my list. Um, and and we'll go. I'll get to him in a minute. Um, but my my number. Uh, my number six is gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Aaron Rodgers was definitely. Uh, I mean, he's having an MVP season. Probably will win MVP with the year he's having, and he's the second Packers player to make my list. He had an amazing season um, with a one twenty one point five passer rating in total. Um, and I mean, he was basically your best quarterback. He, he was pretty much doing everything right where Carson Wentz was doing everything wrong. Um, and I feel like he, he had the best pass completion percentage. Um, I mean, he, I feel like he really stood out this year with, with those receivers that he's working with. Um, I think that he earned, uh, he earned that maybe even higher than my number six, but he's coming in on my number six, uh, this, this list this year. Uh, yeah. So, so who do you have for your number six? Six. I have another cornerback. Actually, I don't have too many quarterbacks. Cause I mean, I can put this whole list full of quarterbacks, but I mean, I don't have too much quarterbacks. Uh, on my six is actually Jalen Ramsey, who's Ooh. been playing really good all year. In my opinion, he's the best corner cornerback in the league. Like no wide receiver wants to go up against Jalen Ramsey, and he's like a really aggressive corner who's hard matchup. Didn't have a lot of interceptions because of that really good Rams defense, and no one really wants to throw his way. But he's a guy that every quarterback is afraid to throw his way because they're afraid of a pick um, completion because he just plays aggressive with big wide receivers like DK and stuff like that. 
the ones that he has to play twice a week. So he is um, my six. And yeah, he's a game changer. All right, so why don't you uh, start us off for the top five? Uh, who's your number five? All right, so my number five is um, Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry, 2,000 yards. He has 2,000 yards rushing. That's a huge accomplishment. Only, I feel like, I don't know how many in total. But there was like, it's more than five people have passed. It's just a couple. Yards and um, yeah, every defense, like when you talk about the Titans, I mean, the first name that really pops up is just Derrick Henry. I mean, you have to stop the run if you want to beat the Titans. And Derrick Henry, I mean, throughout the whole game, especially the end of the game, he's like, so he still looks like condition he still looks fine and he's always playing a hard runner and he's always doing the titans giving the titans like a chance every game their passing game is good but uh i mean they're just mainly on run they usually mainly run and first and second down i mean everyone you have to get ready to stop derrick henry so that's why he's on my um fifth player and yeah that's all I got uh all right uh my number um my number five is gonna be defensive most likely defensive player of the year TJ Watt 15 sacks I mean not much needs to be said about him he's the most dangerous guy he he gets around the line and gets to quarterbacks so much 15 sacks on the season uh leading by one and a half over Aaron Donald. I mean, he's a monster, and I feel like that's that's why uh, he's my number five. I don't know that too much needs to be said about him. Uh, he's, he's just so talented, and that's why he's my number five. All right, so number four, I have, in my opinion, one of the best if not the best defensive players in the league, Aaron Donald. And for this, I mean, Aaron Donald's scary. Like, you've seen his build. Like, he's a huge man. And every, I swear every offensive lineman is probably scared to go up against him. I, They probably double-team every play. I mean, this man is huge, and he'll get to the quarterback in a hurry. I mean... He didn't get a lot of sacks. I mean, yeah, they're they're double teaming him. They have a good defensive line too, and the Rams. But that man's the main focus of for the offensive line. Offensive line coaches are probably scared of scared of him because it's the game plan, and they have to double team him and stuff like that. So Aaron Donald's just a beast. Every year, he's been a game changer. So that's who's on my number four. All right. Um, my number four is going to be uh, the third highest rusher this season, um, who was really, you know, struggling in the middle of the season um, and then came out in those final weeks and blew everyone out of the water because he really showed off his skill. And that's Jonathan Taylor. Um, 1,169 rushing yards, 
obviously 400 behind Dalvin Cook and uh, 900 behind the 2,027-yard rusher, Derrick Henry. Um, but Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor's a monster. I mean, he's he's all over the map with his, his rushing um, and his receiving, his double threat skills. Uh, I think he made my list as number number four, right? Number four because he's he's just so dangerous, um, and and he feel I feel like he has so much more talent to be seen. Um, and I'm really, I mean, I'm really hitting a brick wall here with my next my next three because there's so many good options to pick from. I'm gonna try and stay away from quarterbacks though. Yeah, I really there's only one quarterback in my um top three. Only because I didn't like there was so many quarterbacks. It's like you could have put It's hard to it's hard to leave any out. Yeah, I just put one only because I just put the one that I think is for me. Um Alright, so what's your my, what's your number three? For my number three. You had him I don't know what you had him, but you had him like sorta of low. I put Devontae Adams. Ooh, I had him at seven, I think. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that's really his first target. That's his number one wide receiver. He's, if not the best, one of the best wide receivers in the league. And his route running is just amazing. His corners can't, I mean, just can't really guard this man. Some corners can keep up with him, but, I mean, you can't stop him from getting receptions. And Rodgers is going to look to him a few times, at least in the game. And, uh, yeah, Devontae Adams, I mean, a big man. He got, like, a lot of touchdowns this season. I don't know how many because I don't have them pulled up right now. But I think he, I don't know, he got something, a lot of touchdowns. But, yeah, just the number one wide receiver on the Packers. And he's a really good wide receiver. So, Devontae Adams is my number three. All right. Um, that's, that's understandable. Now, I did want to go over a couple honorable mentions because I feel like I'm leaving some people out. Um, I think we should go over honorable mentions after. Well, I'll do those before we do our number one picks, then. Um, so my number three, I really, I really struggled to pick these top three, uh, because when it came down to it, I was like, man, I wish we could do, like, top 20 or something, but that's too many. Um, so my number three is, it's going to be Devin White, the second year player, um, drafted by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and, uh, and, and, and man, hold on one second, um, yeah, sorry, so, so I feel like, I feel like Devin White is, uh, I mean, he he's a monster, uh, playing such a big a big, you know, like like him and Levante David are, are probably the the top the top linebacker duo, and I mean they're they're legitimate they're legitimately like dangerous linebackers. But Devin White's my focus because he had an amazing second year, um, and I mean they're. they're they they have to have the the offenses back. They've got such a good offense, but I mean the Bucks wouldn't have won. The, I don't think the Bucks would have been able to win the wild card matchup if they didn't have Devin White. I mean I feel like he's 
such a phenomenal player for a team that's so good. Um, I think that he is, uh, he's really good. And that's why he's my number three. All right. All right. He's also fast, too. Yes. Fast. That's, that whole and, defense is actually fast. And also someone else who's fast, who's my number two, is actually Tyreek Hill. Not surprised. I mean, he's... I don't know if he's the fastest. I mean, everyone's going to need to do a, a race or something. We need to see if he's like the fastest in the league or something. But Tyreek Hill, I mean, it's just really hard to guard that man. He's just like, he's speedy. He's improving his route running now. I've seen it get better in the last matchup against the Buffalo Bills. And I mean, once he gets in the open field, I mean, it's so hard to tackle him because he's so shifty, fast. It's so hard. And I feel like defensive game plans, you have to account for this guy. And especially because he's on the Chiefs, there's so many guys you have to account for that, I mean, Tyree Kale, you just have to double team him. And then there's other players that need to be guarded too and I mean everyone's watching him over the top when he gets in the middle of the field though and he's free I mean everyone's expecting touchdown every time so that man is my number two and yeah he's he's really is a game changer alright so my number two is this one was lower on my list, but as I thought about it more and more, and I saw more guys that were just a little bit less impactful, I feel like this one might be a little bit more controversial. But Montez Sweat um, falls in at my number two, and and it's not because I'm, I'm a homeboy and going with the football team, but it's because that defensive line, I mean, it's so good, but the offense struggled so much, and single-handedly, that Washington defense beat the 49ers. And I feel like that's really what it went knocked this guy up on my list. Um, because he had, I mean, he won the game for them uh, against the Steelers with the tipped pass intercepted by, uh, by, geez, uh, names passing me right now. Um, but he, I mean, he forced fumbles. He got to the quarterback, got sacks, tipped the passes so many times uh and he played such a role on the defense he really came out and 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 performed when they needed it most and i feel like he was one of the most important players to getting that team to the wild card round and despite them losing i feel like that's a a big a big thing for for that young team right so i feel like that was really important that's why he's my number two game changer all right so now we're gonna do honorable mentions and then yeah if you if you have any uh, let's let's hear him. Yeah, Rogers, like you said, Jonathan Taylor. Um, who else? Uh, I had a few more. I mean, there's so many. Like they're all crossing my head. I have so many. And there's some people that were were almost missed and and forgotten about too. I feel like that. I mean, some of those players that didn't have the numbers, but but like like Josh Allen for the uh. For oh, Jacksonville, yes, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, played such a big the, the other Josh Allen. Um, oh, I thought you meant. I thought you meant. Oh. No, no, the other Josh Allen for the Jags, uh, and James Robinson as well. Those two played such a big role for the Jaguars. 
And also, uh, old linemen deserve some love too. I feel bad if I like I don't know the stats, so I was gonna say one is like a good old lineman, like a really good one. Like I know what teams have good old linemen, but I just didn't know the stats because I'm not near anything that I could search them up. So, old lineman, you have respect. I know you have my respect. I would have put many of you on this list, but I mean, right now. These quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, and some defensive players too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, linemen are are definitely some that, if they had numbers, would top charts. Um, my honorable mentions: um, quarterbacks, <laughs> um, Aaron Donald, Xavier Howard, J.C. Jackson, Tyron Matthew, Harrison Smith, Quandre Diggs, all of those guys had amazing seasons, didn't get to mention them. And um, we were going for game changers, and some of the people that, like, I, I missed off on Justin Jefferson. Um, he was one that kind of just, like, oh, he's I, I, I thought about Justin Jefferson, but I feel like Kirk could have done could have done the same season without him. He had an amazing season, but he just didn't make my list. If we had a top fifteen, though, he definitely would have. So would have Travis Kelsey. But Travis Kelsey has an amazing season every year, so it's hard to mention him. Um, Dalvin Cook and I mean I feel like I might be spoiling my number one pick here, but Derrick Henry uh, did not make my list. I feel like those two. Dalvin Cook less so, but Derrick Henry. I mean, he's he had an amazing season, but I feel like he did it last year too, and I feel like it, it had to be someone that stood out to me as doing something different and off the charts. And Derrick Henry has been an outstanding rusher for the past couple of years, so he didn't make my list. Uh, now, do you want to do uh, your number one pick? Um. Yeah. Everyone knows him, the main man, TJ. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I do my number one. So, um, everyone knows this, this might be just be corny, but um, I have Tom Brady. Tom and, Brady. All right. And going to the Bucks, I mean, everyone was hating on it. Like, everyone was saying, uh, I know Patriots fans. We're saying he's not going to be good. Bill Belichick coaching him, stuff like that. Yeah, he does have a good team around him, but I mean, he's been proving it at such an old age. Like no one expected this. At forty-three, no one expected him to go to the Super Bowl, taking the Bucks to the Super Bowl. There's a lot of star players. Yeah, he does have a lot of weapons, but I mean, at forty-three, that's just something else. And I feel like he makes the whole team better when he's around it. And if he wasn't there, I don't know if they could have done it with anyone else. So, the Bucks, congratulations to you for making the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady is number one on my list to go. About to get a seventh ring. Um, well, I disagree with that statement, but we'll get to that next week. Um, my number one, Stefan Diggs. <clears throat> Minnesota Miracle Man. They didn't get one against KC, but... I think he had a miracle of a season. Uh, obviously, Cole Beasley on that team had an amazing, did an amazing job. But I'm gonna have to give it to, I'm gonna have to give it to the guy, the the one and only, the the main, the main man, uh, Stefan Diggs. 
he led that offense, became Josh Allen's favorite target for good reason. And I feel like the only reason that he ever really got a shot, um, aside from in Minnesota, when he went to Buffalo, he got a shot. He got given an opportunity. And uh, and that's why he's my number one. All right. Is that all for the podcast today? I think that's all for the podcast today. Uh, so... Do you want to do the jingle? Well, I thought you do your thing first. Oh, right. Oh, I didn't do it. Shoot. Um, hold on. I don't even have the tab open. I got to open different tabs because I'm recording in one tab, and then I got to go to the main page on Anchor. Um, or, you know, you could. You guys should go watch DPC skits on YouTube. Um, if you like funny stuff. Uh, Alright, thanks to everybody listening to our podcast, whether you're listening to it on Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast Radio Public, or Spotify. We appreciate it, and we will see you guys uh, next week. Maybe we do another episode if we do Pro Bowl stuff, I don't know. Uh, but You'll have to find out. Thank you'll, you for watching you'll have our- to check in, and this was... I'm the